Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or good night, whatever time you're tuning in to Push Talk Real Talk with Dom. I hope and pray that all is well. Thank you all for the support. Thank you all for the prayers. I truly, truly appreciate it. Um, I just want to get on here to just share with y'all to let y'all know again. Um, when I'm talking on here, when I share these episodes with you all, I just want y'all to know that these are all my experiences. These are the things that I am observing about life. And when you hear me, you know, encouraging you all and trying to give y'all some advice and to strengthen you all and to, you know, push you forward, I just want you to know that I experienced the same things that I am trying to encourage you about. You know, I go through a lot, but my God is with me and he is so faithful and he gets me through everything, not some things, all things. And I'm so appreciative of that. And because I found the method, the solution to every problem in the world, I'm going to always encourage you all <laughs> to, 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 to get it, to seek it, and to use it. And God is that very thing. Jesus Christ is the very answer to all your problems. I'm telling you right now, okay? He will help you with and through every single thing. Prayer is the answer to all things. Depression, anxiety, fear, worry, health issue, um, near-death experiences, um, need to make a decision, family issues, friend issues, work issues, whatever it is. Prayer works and God is the solution and the answer to every single thing. Now, this is the thing I want y'all to know. The enemy comes up against me a lot because I choose to live right by God, because I choose to um, do right by God and know I'm not perfect. I slip and I fall all the time. But I try my very best to get my heart right and to do right by God. I repent. I say sorry. I take accountability. I take responsibility. And I say sorry when I need to say sorry to anyone I hurt on this daily walk. Okay? Now, because I encourage you all, because I get on here, because I share the word of God, the enemy does not like me. <laughs> And guess what? I do not like him either. The feelings is mutual. I try not to think about him. I keep him off my mind. But when he comes around, I call on the Lord. And he comes and he fights for me. And he gives me the victory. And he gives the situation <laughs> the victory. Whatever it is. Now, Friday, I told y'all in the morning to resist the enemy. And guess what he did? He came for me. Now, the enemy coming for you should never scare you. It should never stop you from doing what God called you to do. That's what he's trying to do. But like I already told you, you have the authority and power over the enemy. Do you hear me? Through Jesus Christ, you have that. And he would try to come up to you with his spiritual chest poked out. And try to intimidate you. And I'm telling you, when you have daddy God behind your back, baby, you just look up 
and you let the enemy know I got the Father with me. I have Jesus with me. He already won. Stand down. I rebuke you. I denounce you. I renounce you in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay? You speak life over dead and evil situations. You speak God over any situation that is trying to torment you, destroy you, kill you, and, and, and come up against you. Okay? Now, I'm saying all of this. Father God, keep me through this. I don't want to cry because we got the victory and I'm rejoicing. I'm happy, but I'm also angry because <laughs> the enemy, he's childish, he's immature, he's evil, he's wicked, he's a chump. He's a chump because he'll try to come after the weakest vessel to try to get to you, okay? He'll try to attack the, the sickest herd, okay? To keep you off your game or to keep you distracted, okay? He would come after your family because he knows sometimes he may not be able to get you through sex, men, women, material things, food, money, wherever this earth has to offer. But he knows sometimes some of us is with that family. And I need y'all to prove him wrong. Like, you can't get to me through my family because God has my family. I may have a moment of worrying. I may have a moment of breaking down about my family. But just know, when I wipe these tears, when I pick myself up with the help of the Holy Spirit, <laughs> I ain't worried or tripping about you. Because again, God is in control and he's with me. So, me and my family, well, especially me, because I, I, I be, I try to be keen. I try to be sharp on a lot of things. I noticed Friday my brother wasn't responding to a family group chat after my sister shared one of her blessings with us, a huge bless, blessings that has shifted her family and bloodline generation. Do you hear me? Okay. And so my brother didn't say anything. My brother, he's an encourager. He's a giver. He's positive. He's going to share the word. Please excuse the background noise, y'all, okay? That's my brother, all right? So when he didn't say nothing for over 15 hours, I got concerned, okay? And this is the thing. You need to stay connected to people so that they can check on you when things are off. They know when things are off, God is going to let them know that something is off. I'm trying my best. I'm praying through, trying not to worry. Because I'm like, my brother has every right to not respond. But I'm like, this is different, though. My sister just shared a blessing with us. The encourager didn't speak. The positive one didn't say anything. This is not like him. The next morning, I rise. I got up 6 o'clock in the morning, and I said, something is not right. My brother still hasn't responded. What's going on? I start praying. Start praying. I call his doctor's appointment because he was supposed to be there at 4 o'clock in the morning, and he didn't make it. So the nurse and I, we worked together to try to figure out 
where my brother was. Y'all, excuse the background noise. I'm so sorry that your ass is out early, okay? <laughs> so, um, she's like, I'm going to give you a call back. I'm going to talk to the supervisor and see what we can do. At that time, I'm praying. I'm getting dressed because if I need to make a move, I need to make a move. Now, I'm trying to talk myself down. Like, girl, he's okay. He's probably sleeping. He's been very tired lately. He's been restless. Maybe he finally got the, the chance to get some rest. And this is what I'm telling myself because, you know, I'm crying and I'm trying not to worry. And I'm trying to resist the enemy and the thoughts that he's given me. Okay? And I'm trying to resist it all. And I'm praying, I'm praying, I'm praying. And so I got my baby up. I said, I cannot take this any longer. I'm going to go check on my brother. So the nurse, she called me back. She let me know, you know what? We're going to do a wellness check. We're going to get the police to go to your brother's house and to see if he's okay. So I'm like, okay, great. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go too. I'll go first. And then, you know, we'll go from there. So I'm on my way there. And <laughs> I just felt it in my spirit to call the hospitals that he usually gets admitted to when he's not doing well. The first hospital I called, the operator was not there. I mean, I called three times and the operator never picked up. So I called the other hospitals and they let me know he wasn't there, he wasn't admitted there. And so I'm like, I'm having high hopes because I mean, he's not at the other hospital, so good and great. <laughs> he's probably just sleeping. Finally makes it to his house. His roommate told me, oh yeah, Friday evening, he had a seizure. They took him in. But you know him. He had these seizures and you know, he'll be all right. He'll, he'll be okay. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You know, he does get sick from time to time. He'll be okay. He'll be all right. But something in me was like, mm-mm. So I called my other sister, and so um, this is another thing. Y'all need to be your brothers and sisters' keeper. Now, if it's a toxic situation, then, of course, keep your distance. But God did not put us together to not support one another, to not be there for one another. God will give you wisdom and discernment to not use it to help your family members, even when they don't say anything or speak, okay? So that's that. So I'm like, let's, let's try this hospital again, because this is where they're saying he may be at. We're calling, we're calling, we're calling, we can't get through. It's about two hours now. We can't get to this specific hospital, right? So we like, we're going to find other ways to get through to this hospital, because if he's not at these other ones, then he has to be here. So my sister was able to get through. She got his room number and everything else like that. Now, I called the hospital, and they told me they was going to give me a call back once the nurse come out the room. Great. Great. So a couple of hours passed, y'all. No response. And I'm not trying to call because I'm not going to lie. I don't want to hear no bad news or no bad report. So I'm not so eager to call back because something just seems off about the situation. The last situation was very ugly. And this one just seems a little worse. So, whew, get me through it, Jesus. 
So I finally was able to get to the nurse. She told me everything that happened to my brother. My legs got weak. My legs got weak. And I'm like, Lord, have mercy. All I can do is cry and pray. I thank God for my sister in Christ. We was at her house getting ready to um, take our daughters to rehearsal for, you know, their dance ministry. She was able to lift me up. And this is why I'm so grateful for the people that God does allow in your life. Sometimes we get so focused on the people who are not around, the people who may have abandoned us. But if we stop focusing on them and look at the Lord, we'll be able to see the people that he does send us in that season and in that moment. I had moments just like y'all where I was bitter because so many people have left me. So many people turned their back on me. So many people turned on me. Not just turned their back on me. They put dirt on my name. And I've been nothing but good and kind and protective over them. But that's neither here or there. I'm just letting you know I've been there before. When you're all alone, especially by those who you didn't die, who you would have died for, you would have killed for, and, and you have sacrificed for. So anywho, just letting you know that those who leave you, God will replace them within with himself or with someone else. Okay? And when he does, be thankful and grateful. That no matter how many people that leaves you, he will find you a support system, a village. Just don't focus on those that leave. Focus on those who does come around. And remember, sometimes they're only there for a season. And you're just going to flow with that. You're going to flow with God and the people that he's sending for the season or for the time that he allowed them to be there with you. Okay? So anyways, the devastating news. But the good news is, all the stuff that the doctor and the nurse has told me, my brother was still alive. Hallelujah. He's still here. God got him. They said my brother was gone for 30 minutes. He was gone for 30 minutes, but he's back. My God is good. My God is awesome. Anytime above ground should let you know that God still has more work to do through you and that it's not over. Even if you have to spend some time in a hospital, it is not over. There's still more work to do. He still needs to talk to you. Listen up. So when you gain your strength back, you can get back on the road to do what God has called you to do. Okay? So my mom, she's like, I'm going to go today to go check him out. But I'm like, cool, I'll go tomorrow on Sunday after church. But at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to see him because what they told me, it doesn't sound beautiful. I don't want to see him like that. But I prayed all Saturday, all Sunday. I prayed, I prayed on my way to the hospital. I ain't stopped praying. I stayed up all night, not restless at all. 
not like all exhausted, but I wanted to spend time with my daddy. And I had the strength to do so. Not that I didn't trust him. I just needed to intercede on my brother's behalf. And so I didn't sleep. The next morning I got up, I went to church. I did my little assignment, what I was supposed to do. I supported my baby girls. I left myself open to be used and helped by those who needed me. It went well. Church went well. I had my moments with me and my sister. You know, we had to step out a few times. It got heavy listening to Jesus' story. But all I can say was thank God that you have bared it all for us. And because you have done that, my brother is still here. You took the very thing that should have taken him out. You took it, Jesus. That's all I kept saying. And I'm saying it right now. And I'm thanking him right now for doing that. Because he didn't just do that for my brother. He did it for me. And he's doing it for you. He's still doing it. There's things that you are doing that you should be dead. Because it's not right. You're not doing right. And not only that, because you have an adversary who is trying to take you out. But Jesus... Because he died and sacrificed because of, of his blood. He's covering us. He's protecting us. He's suffering to this day for us. He's taking it for us. That offering is still, <laughs> still, how can I say? How can I say it, Lord? It's, it's, it's that offering, his offering of offering himself is everlasting. We can sin right now and God will remember the offering of Jesus. Him sacrificing himself, his son, for us. No animal can do it. None, nothing can do it. Jesus, God had to come down through Jesus to do it for us. And I'm so grateful for it. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> I went to see him on Sunday, my Lord. Let me tell you something. As we walk in the hospital, there's families going through it. It was an old grandmother rocking back and forth on her walker because of the bad news that they are receiving for their family. People all around mourning. And though I see what I see, I still have faith and I have hope. So it took some time for me to get upstairs and I had to walk so, around so many family members who were mourning. And I said, God, don't let this be my fate. Don't let, don't, don't let this be the end for my brother. We get upstairs. My brother's watching TV. Can't talk because he has a tube down his throat. Hooked up to so many machines. But he's moving. We saw each other. Baby, we cried. We cry because we're so grateful and thankful because God is so amazing. 
He healed the sick. He raised the dead. Hallelujah. And I'm a witness. I don't have to hear about Lazarus. I don't because I see how Jesus has done it for my brother all his life. And all I can do is thank God for my brother's strength, the strength of God's spirit that is operating through my brother that keeps him going after all he has gone through since the age of two. The enemy tried to take my brother out at the age of two. And I get it because my brother is special to our family. When he speaks, everybody shuts up. He would be in the hospital encouraging everyone else. He'll motivate us all the time. He'll pray for us. He'll speak highly and advocate for God. Do y'all hear what I'm talking to you? But I'm saying he's the mediator. My brother has helped so many people start their business. And he don't boast about it. He don't expose it and put it on social media. He's quiet about it. He's a silent killer. <laughs> he's a silent weapon. All right? But that doesn't stop the enemy because his silence, his discreetness is more powerful than anything. And the enemy knows that. So while I'm in there, y'all already know me and my sister-in-law, my, my daughter's auntie. I'm not married. I'm still single. I'm talking about my daughter's you know, auntie. We put the oil on our hands and baby you already know we went to work <laughs> y'all know me touch every area of his body y'all know me I am my brother's keeper I got his back I have all my family members and friends back I even got y'all back you hear me the same way I treat my brother, when he's in the hospital, I go in there and I lay hands on him. I care for him like as if I'm his personal nurse. I do that for everyone that I get in contact with. I know that God allowed me to be a nurse for over five years. It wasn't in vain. It wasn't in vain. I just now am a nurse spiritually. Yes, I still have the skill set to do it naturally. But as an intercessor, it's, 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 been, it's been something. It's been a mission. It's been great. Okay? And I just want y'all to know again, the reason why I'm saying all of this and why this is so long is to say the enemy would try but have faith and know that God is in control Resist him. Resist his, his evil and negative thoughts. Resist it. Resist it. And leave yourself open for new people to be used by God to bless you. I hear it all the time. No new friends. No new friends. Baby, I welcome new friends. Because sometimes old friends, they got to go. And sometimes old friends can't go where you go. They don't have what it takes to go that far with you. They don't have the mindset 
Some of them get, they get bitter and evil. They get jealous because y'all started off the same way, but you kept going. You persevere. God helped you. You lean on the Lord and they didn't. And it may cause them to, you know, fall back a bit and they may get bitter, but that's neither here or there. You ain't got to worry about that. You don't worry about that. You set boundaries. Okay, I see where you at. I see how you feel, and that's okay. I'm praying for you anyway. But God got destiny helpers who you ain't never met before, who you don't know, who's there to help you cross the finish line or whatever situation you may be in, whatever race you may be in right now. They're there to give you a hand to help you cross the bridge. My brother, you know, when we was talking, he can't talk, but he can write. Hallelujah. He can use his limbs. And let me tell you something. While I was in there talking and caring for my brother, there's family, family members all around the hallways mourning. The nurse ended up telling us this has been a bad week. A lot of people are sick and dying. And my brother's right here alive in his right mind, changing the channel and everything and writing to us. Blessing the nurses that come in there, letting them know that they are loved. Hallelujah. In good spirit, still being positive with a, with a tube down his throat. He hasn't eaten But he's still strong. Hooked up to all these machines, but he's still strong. You cannot tell me God ain't real. You cannot tell me that God still doesn't raise the dead and heal the sick. You cannot tell me that. We... Always, you know, may talk about the things that God can bless us with. What about giving us life and helping us to, you know, to keep our life, to stay alive? That right there is huge. And we take for granted. We take for granted that we wake up in the morning. That nothing happens to us in our sleep. We take for granted of those things. I just want to let you know. The blood still works. God is still raising the dead. God is with you. He will give you the victory. He will fight for you. He will give you the victory over death and premature death. Anything that the enemy throws at you, God will get the victory over it. He will fight for you. Stay in his control. Stay in his hand. Continue to run to him. You running to the Lord don't mean you a coward. God doesn't raise up cowards. <laughs> Let me tell you something. They can be disabled, weak at something, and God will still use them to save a nation, not a person, a nation. Read the word of God. I'm in the book of Judges right now, and I'm seeing God raising up warriors. Those who may be considered the weak the, the lame, the sickest, the lowest, the poorest. He used those people to do mighty work. Do y'all hear me? 
whatever disability insecurity you may have, God can replace that. And with y'all together, baby, <laughs> you, 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 you are forced to be reckoned with. Let's just say that. <laughs> when you got God with you, can't nothing come up against you. It can try. And it may get a little, little something over you. You know what I'm saying? It may do some little small damage, but it won't compare to the victory that God would give you. Not at all. I love y'all so much. And I'll talk to you soon if God is willing. Y'all take it easy. Trust the Lord. Pray. Cry to him. My brother cry. My brother don't cry like that. My brother cry. Tears of joy. He made it. We were holding hands. His, his grip was so strong. And as a nurse, I'm like, hallelujah. Look at the strength on his hands. Baby. I don't care what it looked like. God is still working. God is still winning. The blood still works. I don't care what it looked like. I don't care what the doctors and the nurses saying. I don't care what medicine and science is saying. God has the last say so. The last say it. Okay? Now take it easy. And again, I'll talk to you soon if God is willing.